You're listening to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network. Mama told me it'd be days like this, but they sick I'm getting off like this. Hit the bar just to piss out rent. They sick I'm getting off like this. Yeah, mama told me it'd be days like this, but they sick I'm getting off like this. Hit the bar just to piss out rent. Yeah. They sick, I'm getting off like this. Yeah, I done got living. Y'all ain't talking what y'all living. I'm ready for this play because I'm tired of all the scrimmage. Welcome back to the Piper Carter podcast. You are listening to Piper Carter on Detroit is Different. Right in the hood on Linwood. Okay, you know what I'm saying? We here with our token millennial. What's up, Brittany? Peace, Pipe. What's going on? Nothing. What's up, Deja? Hey. So, guess what? We have our first guest for 2020. That oh is my. so true. <laughs> Where's our million dollar sound effects? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm really excited because last couple years we had a lot of guests, right? We were like very guest heavy. Mm-hmm. And then we want, we, you know, we got our new wonderful hostess, right? That's been adding on. And um, now we have some guests. So we're getting back to guests. So I'm very excited. And the guests that we have today are really amazing, right? I think so. Yeah, so I'm 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 gonna get right into the introduction of it, but right after we have to give um honor because every time that we're here on the podcast, we we wanna make sure that we, you know, acknowledge the life of people because life is really precious, right? Mm-hmm. And so um today I'm gonna let you introduce who we are honoring and who we're giving life to. Rest in peace, uh, Pop Smoke, 20-year-old um, artist from Brooklyn, New York, um, found out today um, that he was a victim of a home invasion out in uh, Los Angeles, um, you know, doing, I think, what a lot of people in the arts do. Once they get to a certain point, they move away from um, their home and, and go to L.A. for either a creative space or uh, to just live a different type of lifestyle. And uh, I think accidentally on social media released his address. Um, and uh, yeah, so rest in peace, Pop Smoke. I mean, he was taking the UK drill sound, um, brought it to New York. Um, and New York, of course, always puts their spin on it. It makes it sound like Brooklyn, makes it sound like, you know, one of the, what, six or seven boroughs there are. And uh, I think the song was called You Guys Can Help Me Out Here. Was it Okay, Okay? That's the new one. That's Gotti. That's off uh, the Jack Boys album, right? So he was featured on Travis Dior, Scott. Dior. But I think the first song, I can't think of the first record. Uh, Jean, Billy Jean, Welcome to the Party. Yeah, Welcome to the Party. party welcome to the Party. Party. Which was, I mean, if you talk to anybody from New York, they would tell you how proud they were of Pop Smoke because of that UK drill slash Brooklyn sound. And, you know... New Yorkers love when 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 they're in the lead of the pack. So, rest in peace, Pop Smoke. You guys want to add anything to that and talk about it, especially being an artist. Especially, you know, you guys are. You know, we'll get into it. You guys are from the city, from Detroit, and you know, just talk a little bit about your perspective on, um, you know, moving away or staying here and watching your surroundings or just you know, being em- empathetic towards his situation. Well. um, First of all, this is Shoplift Spitz, aka Shoplift Williams, BKA Shoplift Shuttlesworth. I shoot my shot every time you hear me. <laughs> so, one well, now we got that out the way. But uh, yeah, the homie Pop Smoke, I had just really started getting into his movement and getting into what he was doing. Um, 
no matter what level you you in, you got to move a certain way. You know, you can't just uh, maneuver any type of way. When I was listening uh, early on the Instagram, um, Gilly was saying, you know, people just be in any city just maneuvering crazy, just come through the crib or we, we, you know, we got to come, come over here. You know, you got the chicks and you got the dudes. They looking for weed and they just be accessible to every anybody. So you can't really maneuver like that. You got to, you know, know your surroundings and protect your space, you know. I agree with that. To know what's going on. Yeah, I like what you say. It doesn't matter any level. Even me not being an artist, I have, right. to, be, <laughs> I have to be more careful. It's not about, you know, even just being from Detroit, just... In today's day and age, everyone is watching, even when you don't think they're watching. Right. And you mm-hmm. can't let people see your habits and patterns. <clears throat> right. And did you want to add anything? No, I was going to say, you got to stay on your P's and Q's because you never know who's watching. You know, like you said, sometimes you get so big, you got to hire security. You can't just be uh, the people that you grew up with in your hood all the time. Because you know, sometimes they'll be the ones that get you too. Yikes. You know, so you just got to, you know, keep your. Circle tight, close knit. Wow. What about? Do you want to speak? Did anyone of y'all want to speak to his legacy at all? About legacy. Man, he was so young and he was coming up. Like <clears throat> he was really starting to just get bigger and bigger and bigger. So for him to just get taken away from what he was building so young and so premature, what he was starting is just is just sad. It's just it's crazy. Like. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. And it seemed like they just keep taking, well, you know, he in a different space mm-hmm. than the, you know, the bigger names that just been getting took from us, you know. Like, mm-hmm. it's just been crazy. Like, it you had, know, the Colbys and the, you know, the Nipsies, you mm-hmm. know. It's Make, just, makes you appreciate us even more, right? Right, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And what's the what's the hole that he's leaving? Like what? What's what's that whole uh, essay? I I would I would definitely say you know when you have an artist that is, that reinvents a sound or attaches himself to a sound, it can it can try to hurt, you know put a hold to a New York movement. So you know, the whole hip hop culture though, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you know, by him being young and you know him still elevating, it kind of uh, puts you in a perspective of it can happen to anybody. True. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. Even with the Nipsey, like you got different genres of music, but everybody kind of mess with you, like kind of nicked your sound. Like you seen him in an interview talking about 50 Cent. 50 Cent had mm-hmm. his back and was backing him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's a whole different era. So yeah. He was getting picked up by a different era. So that was big too. That's very yeah, true. Ball was definitely rolling. Wow. Well, I, for me, um, <laughs> I think, <clears throat> especially as we, as me being a little bit older, you know, just looking at um, the culture like a death culture and they're just being a devaluing of life in general. So for us here is really important, especially because we love hip hop so much. We love our people so much. We love our community so much that we're the ones who value our lives. Right. If, mm-hmm. if we can't wait for other people to decide that we're valuable or to put value on us. And so for us, life is so precious and so valuable and we want to make sure that we honor right our people and so um thanks for taking the time you know to stop for a minute and remember a life that was here that actually had an impression that you know that people love that has loved ones that are missing him that you know put something into the universe that you know others will be able to cling on to and just 
you know, just stop for a moment just to just to reevaluate life in, in itself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because because we we especially us in the hood, we experience so much death that sometimes it just becomes like normalized. And yeah. so we don't want that to be something that we just always be like, oh, whatever. This another one for us is really important for us to just stop for a second. So thanks for taking that time, you know, to do that with us. And so we started a tradition here on the podcast where we um, we actually honor an ancient tradition that's called libations. And for us, um, it's important that we reconnect to the all. You know, we all come from a source, and we're all connected to that source, and that source gives life, you know, and we all return back to that source. And so um, for us, we want to just, you know, make that connection um, and appreciate that connection. So um, we're going to pour out a little bit, and then we're just going to do about a couple of seconds of, you know, um, silence so that we could we could honor that. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah. that's dope. Yeah. Okay. So um, this libations right here goes for Pop Smoke for your legacy. We appreciate you. Thank you. Ashe. Ashe. So thank you for that. We appreciate that. We try to do that every show, you know. Um, so thank you for going there with us. So now we're going to get into um, the interview, right? Because we do celebrate life. And y'all are living. Y'all are here. And y'all are doing lots of life. And y'all are doing lots of great things. So let's start with the amazing stuff. Um, you know, we always hear about rumors. Sometimes there's good rumors, right? So I heard a really good rumor about the stuff that y'all are doing. And I'm going to um, go ahead and instead of creating a rumor myself, I'm going to let you go ahead and confirm what the rumor is about the work you've been doing in the community. So can you tell us about that? Oh, yeah. We um, we do a picnic every year for the last 12, 13 years. Wow. Um, it was called... Um, we, um, we, made, we made a foundation, the Anthony Taylor Foundation. and uh, it was Wait, ba- wait, who is that? Basically, it was this uh, guy in our neighborhood. You know, he died an untimely death. Okay. So we was just trying to use his story to try to, um, mm. you know, open up and keep the youth on the right path so they won't take the wrong paths and things like that. So we throw a picnic. We Every year, we give out canned goods. We go downtown. We feed the homeless. Um, we give out clothes. We donate. We do everything we can to, to help the community out. We do that every year. Where's this? Where's this picnic? It's um, if you familiar with the uh, Jalen Rose High School, where the Jalen Rose uh, Academy, it's on Hubble and Eight Mile. Okay, and then our audience is like global, and so um, help us understand, like you know, is what side of. Uh, oh, it's city. west side of Detroit, eight mile. You know, not where Eminem was talking, but you know. <laughs> can you shout out your zip code one time too, please? Four eight two three five. You hear me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So tell us a little bit more about. Can you go just a, li- a deeper level into the picnic itself? Like, take us on that journey of the picnic. Okay. Picnics. So the picnic is normally every year. It's anywhere from five hundred to a thousand people there Whoa. every year. Yeah, oh, we give out. We had one time with well, the radio stations always there. We gave out a BMW there one what? time. I'm coming. Yep, free food, <laughs> free liquor. Uh, Ambitious Futures that uh, got on board and had a 
um, the kids, face painting. We love Ambitious Future. Shouts out for Tima. Yeah. They even had a massage, um, giving the massages right in the middle of the park. I'm there. Oh, that's dope. I'm there. getting loose out in the park. You hear me? <laughs> I'm there. Massage, yeah. there I am. They were getting loose in the park. They were getting loose in the park. In a healing way. The in joints, a, was, healing. joints was good out there, you know? I love it. It was healing. Yeah. It was got, beautiful. You got them bars already? I see those. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh you know we had artists perform too we gave a um a platform for artists to sh- display their talent so Beautiful. we had a stage um, bounce house mm-hmm. we had everything out there even the a&rs came from atlanta yeah. Really? Sweet. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to DJ Waffles. So. DJ Waff. Yeah, shout out to DJ Waffles. Yeah, we had a blimp out there, everything. What? No, I'm, no, I'm talking. <laughs> <about that. laughs> Don't let me get to going. I'll nah, you're speaking it into existence. Yeah. yeah. How many years would you say you guys been doing your picnic? About 12, 12 years. What? That's over a decade. Yeah. Been doing this. 12 yeah. years. What have yeah. you learned about yourself since? From, from the picnic and man, seeing the community come together. Man, when we first started off, we was youngins. We just was like, you know, we gonna get some liquor, we gonna call some chicks, and we gonna throw a hot dog on the grill, Paul. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And That's it, called grassroots community building. Yeah. <laughs> we was just out there kicking it, and then it just turned bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger every year. So, what, what do you think made it grow? Um, Time and just our mindset and where we want to do with it. Okay. So, and what changed about your mindset? Um, growth, you know, it can't. It, I we just came to a conclusion where it can't just be all right. We, you know, female having soft skin around and mm-hmm. you know having a good time is cool, but it got to be something more. You know, we got to touch people of the next generation. You know, so they That's know beautiful. what to do. You know, because a lot of times with us coming up, we didn't have the right guidance that we needed. So mm. we trying to make sure that they have the right guidance that they need. And we was doing them. stuff. The people that no, was don't snitch, don't snitch. Nah, nah, I'm just saying the, the <laughs> stuff we was doing. I don't even think the older cats was doing. They just mm-hmm. was boosting us to do it, you know. Oh, mm-hmm. right, right, right. So we didn't want to be led. Don't want to lead nobody the wrong way. That's right. beautiful, and that's amazing because you know in our communities we really need the brothers to be there, right? Like everyone, everyone needs brothers to be there. Everybody has right. a role, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's For really sure. awesome. Mm-hmm. So um. Then you were saying you did some more deeper work, like with working with people that um, aren't on the streets or, yeah. or find themselves being homeless. Shout out to uh, Ali, a uh, Mish Gang. Yep, Michigan Gang. Yeah. So okay. he, um, we clicked up with him a few times to. Well, every time he does something, we are actually all of us click up together and do stuff uh, for like uh, the female shelters. Wow. Um, go down there and give them hygiene products and Beautiful. all of that stuff. So, yeah, he been, um, Ali been doing this for a minute. He kind of like, he's like our big brother. Yeah. Beautiful. You know, anything positive we do, anything, we, he always wants us to be involved in it. So Beautiful. You know, so, so. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. So, um, now with that, is that something that, like, what is the way in which, you plug into that. Is this like an event or is this something y'all kind of do throughout no, the year? No, just, just like every Wednesday Ali do, does it, right? Yeah, he wow. do it every oh, week. He do it every week. That's cool. It's a weekly we, thing for yeah, him. Yeah, he do it every week. We get we we get behind them when pause. Whew, that sounded crazy. No. But we get... We uh, got you. You support him. We support... <laughs> yeah. Bro, you know, when it's something real big and, 
you know, when it's... And he needs to amplify. Exactly. Okay. So we get, you know, support him. Yeah. Can I ask so, you a random question? What? So, you I'm know... I'm sorry. I said what? I'm sorry. No, it's all, it's all good. Um, with the most impact and revenue that you could possibly gain, what do you th- think from your perspective the city needs and what, what would you want to give it, the community? From all the work you've been doing, what would you give? Ask that one more time so I can, you know... Um... How can I rephrase it? Uh, no, you can say what you said. With, with all the resources that you could possibly have from what you've seen, what would you give the city? What would be your gift to the city? But beyond your legacy. Like like if, if money was no option? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Oh, for me, uh, something I would like to leave, I would like to get in a position where the... Because see, right now, kids... Uh, 18, 17, 16, 14 to 18. They don't really have anything to do for real. That's so real. I would like to give like some big type of just type, not amusement park, but something like a big, like kind of like something like a Dave and Buster's, but a mm-hmm. better version of that. Like, you know, where what would they make can that just better? go and hang. What would be in that that would be better? Like go-kart racing, you know, bowling, you know, you got to arcades, you can, you know, do teenage stuff okay you know what i'm saying so they have somewhere to hang yeah they yeah, got, they got look the cj barrymore that's all the way on the, yes, the burb east side you, you got joe dumars. Right. <laughs> dumars the same thing everything 50 dollars. that's on yeah. utica you know yeah. the kids they, they have the community has done better i'm sure y'all have noticed with the parks this is the most i've seen basketball oh, yeah, hoops yeah, up sure. in a minute well, they, you know they, they, I mean? have a, they have a uh, fun that's investing yeah. in the parks and so, so that's the difference it would be real cool along with that investment to just see something that that would be awesome to see. I, I always envision um like where northland mall used to be mm-hmm. like have that big uh mall just something just for the key. That's a great location because yeah. it bridges the gap. Yeah. You right there on the off the lodge where yeah. the it turns right into the city, but yeah. it's right there by the burbs too. So that would be mm-hmm. awesome. I love yeah. your vision. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. And so then um so this is this is great. And we want to know a little bit more about you as a person. Okay. So tell us about you yourself growing up in Detroit, like where you know, where you grew up, like where you went to high school. You know, and what you did, you know, after high school and things like that. Um, I grew up West Side Detroit, Eight Mile. You know, um, yeah, we grew up. Um, I'm not gonna say I grew up poor, but I wasn't well off. So, like working class parents. Depends on the season, you gotcha. know. Depends on the season, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Would you say like working poor? That's like a. That's like a one of those like sometimes we have a whole of windfall and then sometimes we're looking for where it's gonna come from. Um is that type of thing? It was like where it was like some nights I would sleep with my coat on because there's no gas. Right. And you know, some nights it was uh they come home with it and they got a big screen TV, you know. So Yeah. So like was, the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> so came up like that. Um Went to Mumford for a second. You went to Mumford? Shout out to yes, Mumford. Yes, what year did you yes, come yes, out of Mumford? Oh yes, six. Okay. My yeah. mom taught at Mumford English there. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think she might have been gone at oh, by oh six though. Miss March for English. <laughs> okay, somebody <laughs> knows. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shout out to you, mommy. Tell yeah, shout out to Miss March. <laughs> you, you had her you had her bro <laughs> okay. okay that's what's up yeah. 
You better get that Julius Caesar in your life. Yeah. <laughs> and a little bit of Langston Hughes. No, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you went to Mumford. And then you, you, you did say for a bit. So did you go to a different school as well? or I went to adult ed for a second. You Where'd know? you go to adult ed? Uh, what's it called? Right there on Eight Mile. It's on Eight Mile. What's that? Crossroads. Crossroads. Crossroad. Yeah. Okay. What was oh, that yeah. experience like? It was different. I, I was. Uh, they used to do a lot of stuff in there. Uh-huh. You know, a lot of exposure of things. Okay. That's a good yeah. way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so when you're going to adult ed, is this um, like, are you thinking like th- that you just want to do this to like get this over with? Or are you going for something specific? I in terms of like your educational goals, I was just tired of school. I'm like, I need to get out of here. I was at that point, like, I need to get out of here. Yeah. So, I had to go there to get my act together. Okay. To you know get it right. So, I eventually got it right. Okay. Yeah. What What would you say when you say like got it right? Like, what? Maybe there's more than one thing. Maybe there's a few things. Maybe there's a few people. Maybe there's one person. How do you think that you we're able to quote unquote like get it right. Cause I knew you know, when you growing up, you you basically you want to do whatever you want to do. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to do whatever I wanted to do. So when I was doing whatever I wanted to do, it cost me. So mm-hmm. at at a time I felt like, okay, doing whatever I want to do ain't getting me where I need to be. So wow. I just finally got it together, like, all right, I'm not gonna do this. Let me do that. Let me do it the right way. See what that go. How'd that go? So that happened, and I finally got it right. And wait, wait, what does get it right mean? Doing the right thing. But what's right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like maybe name, like, three things that, you know, will help somebody else understand, like, what getting it right means. Oh, okay, like studying, for instance. Like, because mm-hmm. my, my mindset was just do the bare minimum. Let me get a C. Like, mm. I could get a C without... No effort for real. So mm. if I'd have just just putting it adding a little bit of sense and smarts, I could get the A. Mm. But I just want to do the C because I just want to get this over with. What What would you say? <clears throat> I mean, so it seems as though there was some sort of like something that had that would you say like prevented you from having ambition or or something that was like I'm not motivated or do you know like was there some some sense of that? Or was it that what you were doing was just not motivating you? You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to understand. I just wanted part. to do hood rat things with my friends. <laughs> my God, you gotta stop. <laughs> Shout out Boom. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So mixed with that, being around the wrong crowd, thinking it's the right crowd, mm. thinking this is what I gotta do to 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 be a certain way or to be cool or to be this or be that. Mm. And it's another way. And I figured out, like, you don't have to do it that way. Wow. Yeah. So then, does, is that, were you already doing music at that point? Or is that a Not point the where end, you start? No. Okay, okay. Not the end. And so, how long was it between then and then you started doing music? A little bit after that, I, I was with this group. Um, I ain't gonna say the group name, but I was with the group. I was with this group. Mm -hmm. I was real young. We was on our way to get a deal with um, 
Warner Brothers. Okay, I was going to say you can say a major label, but... Yeah, Warner Brothers. Yeah, Warner Brothers. We was about to get a deal, and, you know, in the process of signing, uh, things went left. Okay. So, let's go back. How did y'all go from, you know, thugging it to getting a Warner Brothers deal? Or being a potential Warner Brothers deal? Say that again. So, y'all were in the... You said you were doing hood, hood stuff. Yeah. And then how'd you go from there... To potentially having a Warner deal, Warner Brother deal. Well, we was putting out like tapes. We was putting out tapes. Uh, it was my cousin. My cousin, he was like the brains of it, so he kind of knew. He was a little older. Okay. So he kind of knew what was going on. So he was kind of moving in and out of town, maneuvering and grooving, talking to people. You know, my cousin, he was a talker, so he was good at finessing his way into situations, being in different rooms. That, so we call that a, a marketing expert. Yeah, that okay. too. Yeah, yeah. He was he was cold at just getting in the room where you'd be like, how you get there, bro? And he'd just be like, I'll talk my way in. So Wonderful. he basically met a guy who met a guy to meet a guy to get that situation going. Right. So when he got the situation going, I want to kind of tell y'all the story, but... I don't want to say too much, you know. You don't have to name names. You could say that you could you could name experiences. All right, fuck. It. I'm a, you know I'm just gonna tell the story because you know I be watching interviews and it be boring. They don't be really be getting, they be speaking all politically. No, all right. I'm gonna just tell the story. But but, but but tell the story in a way that's not gonna mess up your future career. Oh yeah, okay. I ain't gonna say nothing okay. with the big wigs, you know. Okay, okay. So okay, <laughs> so basically this is what happened. Mm-hmm. We in the group. Yeah. We bought the sign with Warner Brothers, okay. right? Uh-huh. It was my cousin. Uh huh. It was his friend. Okay. Right. One day, his friend, yeah, was in a car with his fiance. Oh, so it got personal. I'm just gonna say it. You could you could leave it there. Tell it good. You can you can leave it there. We gonna spice this interview up. Oh, it's, cool. it's cool. You can leave it there. So it got so it got so it got personal. And then you can move past like the details of that part to the part about the Warner Brother part. Okay, so okay, okay. <laughs> that happened. Okay, now mind you, at the time my cousin not telling me what's going on. I of found out not. this years later. Right. So they, my cousin now is accusing my his friend. Right. With yeah the fi- the fiance. Gotcha. I'm just gonna say it. They didn't. They didn't do anything. They kissed. That's, that's, they was drunk. They kissed. That's a lot, though, bro. Let me tell you something in the real world. I mean, it is for sure. It is for sure. I mean, it's with your fiance. It for is sure. for sure. So, oh, let me get off here. <laughs> Why you tell that, bro? No, I gotta tell it, cause you messed us up, fam. So anyway, but this is real, cause this is how things happen, right? This yeah. is the reality of like industry stuff. It's always over a female. All the time. Really? Really, bro? Yeah. No. Every time. <laughs> so, okay. So, fast forward. He's accusing him okay. of, you know, whatever. Okay. So, so my cousin is just telling us, you know, we in a group of five, so my cousin is telling us like, man, I can't work with this dude. So we like, what's going on, cuz? Let's just say he did some things that you can't come back from. Oh, man. He's saying it like that. And my cousin talked real proper. No. Yeah. Real proper. So it was like, what? What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did some things that's beyond <laughs> belief. We can't go back to that. He was hurt. So, he cut real deep. So he tries to finesse it 
to the label, he tried to bring four people. He like oh. instead of you know it's five of us in the group. He tried to remove the pain. Yeah. Okay. He tried to do four people. So <laughs> okay. he like, yeah, we just gonna sign. <clears throat> so the label like, nah, where the five people at? Yeah, they wanted like they wanted Wu Tang, not Wu Tai. Right, exactly. Okay, gotcha. So they wanted the five people. He trying to bring four. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So then this guy. So this dude, he tries to Bring a whole nother guy into the group. Oh, wow. No, 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 none oh, of them. Oh, like, remember in the Fresh Prince when they just swapped Yeah, the um, Vivian was okay. dark to light. That's yeah. what he tried to and do. And it was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so, so he, like, meet this new guy, Blase Splee. To y'all. Yeah. So we like, who the hell is this nigga? And was he rapping? Or he or he just walked he in the room with you? He was a subpar rapper. Oh. Uh, subpar. <laughs> so we like, who is this guy? So... <laughs> He like, yeah, this is the new member, da 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 uh, He got, you know, he trying to finesse us now, trying to oh, say all yeah. the good things he can do with what he, you know. Yeah, so he we, could tap dance and chew gum. Yeah, basically. Okay. <laughs> so we like, no, bro. Uh-huh. So he presents the other random guy, us five, to the label. They like, no. So at that point, they like, you know what? You playing games. We going right. to take this away. Right. So they took it away. So, now, that relationship... Um, for, for between him and the label person, that I think I hear what you're saying is it wasn't able to be transferred to one of y'all, or there was no real relationship to be transferred, or was he like the go-to person to speak? Yeah, yeah, okay. he was the person doing all the talking, gotcha. and he relay us the message. Okay, so that's what that was. Gotcha, gotcha. That's difficult. Yeah, that's difficult. Yeah, so I didn't speak to him for a very long time. That's hurtful. Yeah, I That's didn't painful. speak to none of them for a while. So then how do you go from that to then, like, catapult us, like, put us in the spaceship and then bring us to where you're, like, where you're making the music that you're making <coughs> now and you're doing the moves that you're doing now? At that point, I stopped music. I'm like, mm. forget this. this. This ain't what it is. So then I'm thinking that's the route I'm supposed to go. So now I'm back misguided again. Mm. I don't know what I'm supposed to do now. So now I'm doing everything that I'm not supposed to be doing now. Yeah, don't snitch on yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing everything I'm not supposed to be doing now. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know where where to go at this point. So I was confused. I didn't know. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing everything I'm doing. So fast forward to that. I'm only going to speak uh, uh, very vague on this because it's real personal for me. Okay. So fast forward after that, my my father died. Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry. So, Ashe. Yeah, Ashe. Okay. Thanks. Um, so at that point, I'm really torn. You know, mm. I don't know what to do. And, mm. you know, my, my father, he died in my arms. So mm. I didn't know what to do. I I was lost. No, so now... My misguidedness is turning up even more. Mm. So, you know, my cousin Flyboy, you know, he seen what you know what what type of time I was on. So he, you know, he was like, you know, you might as well just let's, let's go, let's go to Buffalo. You know, he was in Buffalo at the time, Buffalo, New York. So he like, let's just go to Buffalo, and let's just you know go out there. So then I went out there to Buffalo. So then we stayed in New York for a minute. Can we pause right here for a second? Can we just honor your dad? 
What's your What's your father's name? Uh, Burton. Burton. Mm-hmm. Can we just honor Burton for a second? Can you tell us about your dad and what was so great about your father? Um, the best part that I really took advantage um um I didn't I took for granted was I could go to him for anything like and he would give me um real advice like he was he would give me good words that I couldn't really go to my mother and you know ask her or or certain things I need from her he would give me that so that's what I took for granted but you know he was so much to me Mm. it's just so much he did for me and so much he was for me for people that was around him or people that was around me so yeah yeah let's just give like a moment of silence for Burton Ashe Ashe yeah that's I mean it's really beautiful hearing you speak about your father um and you know we honor fathers we love our fathers we appreciate fathers especially fathers that pouring to their sons to where you're here now speaking like I'm about to cry I'm trying not to cry because no, I, do do I can feel don't do you know that. what I'm saying like I can feel the love you know what I'm saying uh-huh. like that's that's really beautiful you know that you're here you know um, speaking on how that transformation happened within you and how you know even he's able to be with you you know from the great beyond you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and so um, what, what I heard you say earlier about the things that you're doing you're pouring into people as a father Mm -hmm. father figure Mm -hmm. so thank you know that's that's amazing that's the legacy that's Mm -hmm. the legacy right that he's strengthening you so just wanted to honor that you know what i'm saying um okay so thank you for that so you say we're in new york city now and you're with now you is this your blood cousin yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh this is beautiful so it's like a family yeah (laughs) this is wonderful this is a great story Okay, mm-hmm. thank you. Okay, so when are we in New York City, and then what happens? Oh, not New York City. We're in Buffalo. Buffalo. We're in Buffalo. Where that's where Rick James is from. Yeah, Ashe Rick James. Griselda. Yeah. Okay, Griselda. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 okay. okay. So um, so we in Buffalo. So so help us. We moving in the spaceship towards now. So help us with Buffalo. Okay, Buffalo. We start going to college. Mm-hmm. So we go to college. Where Where do y'all go? Uh, UB University of Buffalo. Okay, and we and I went to another uh, school after that, though. Okay, yeah. So we do that. Um, so after that, um, cause he ended up going moving to Florida. I ended what, what up, part of Florida? I was in Jacksonville. Woo wee! Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he he went off to florida mm-hmm. you know to pursue his the music you okay. know he pursuing the music okay i'm still on the fence of i don't know if i want to do it or not mm. but you know after all of that you know it was me him and his brother we had a conversation like yeah we should we should do record label do this da, 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 da. we should start something da, da, da. so his brother actually came up with the name do some entertainment so, I like that name yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He it, it bro, um 
<laughs> no, never mind. Forget that. But also, you were you were you were rapping this whole time. Can you talk about that? Like your like where that came from? You connecting with you also called yourself a songwriter too. So yeah, I had stopped, and then as the story I was just saying, he said we should get a record label. So, cause like let's put this record label together. So I'm like, all right, let's do it. So then, that's where that started. And he ended up going to Florida, getting it popping down there. I end up moving to New York City. Okay. And I start going down there. I had a situation with... You don't have to say if you don't want to. I, I can't say this. Okay. So I had a situation with uh, the label where mm-hmm. I was basically helping artists out. So, um, yeah, it was a few few songs you might have heard but i can't you know okay. speak on that we got you yeah some so. some major songs some maybe radio yeah songs. okay mm-hmm. so i helped a few artists out with their their thing down there that's dope um mm-hmm. yeah the label. wait 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 how did you go how did you get that opportunity i met somebody met somebody that knew somebody so the same kind of me. yeah and where did you meet them? Like at the library or? I met this dude at a the hooping. I met him hooping. Wow. You know? Like at West Fourth at the park in New York? <laughs> no. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that, that, back in the days, that's where all the hip hop was. Yeah. West Fourth for the basketball court. Mm. No, it was at his gym in Jersey. Okay, nine, gym Jersey. okay. Yeah, it's gym in Jersey. So y'all was hooping. See, Britt, I told you. Bring up music. The hoop. Is where it all happens. That's like the boardroom. Yeah. That's that's hood golf. Yeah. That's hooping. Yeah. <laughs> that's the hood golf course. Word. The street ball oh my court. God. Yeah. So you hooping. Yeah. And then now now this important question. Mm-hmm. Are you are y'all on the same team or y'all on opposite teams? I'm frying dog. So yeah, you're I'm the trying. opposite team. Yeah. <laughs> And what type of game is this? Is this like a three on three or is it five on five? Like what type of game is this? We was playing twenty one. How many people was playing this twenty one? It was like eight people playing. It was crazy. They was filing and everything. So how is it that you was like you said you was burning and smashing this dude? I think I heard you say that. No, I wasn't no. smashing. Okay. Boy, but... <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said I was, I said I was frying dog. You was frying him. I was frying dog. Now, okay, because now what's the difference between you have to help us with the etymology between fry and smash? Okay, no. We don't see guys uh, using the term smash with other oh, guys. Oh, my bad. My it bad. It just my doesn't bad. work okay, well. Okay, 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 okay. okay yeah. So okay, that's I why I didn't smash him. And my brain frying. didn't even go there. Okay, my bad. Okay, okay. So you was frying him. Frying, yeah. Now Cooking. is he is he em- crying and embarrassed and wants to fight you or is no, he, he didn't respectful and like want to shake your hand and want to learn from you? Like or what? What? He started giving spectrum? me respect after he was getting <laughs> okay. cooked. You know. Okay. Okay. What is what does respect look like? Like what did that look like? And this is for people who may not even know that world of like because there's a whole world of people who don't even know what we're talking about uh-huh. with street ball life yeah yeah so help help folks like in you know in denmark and everywhere else you know understand like what that what that what that means you know what i'm saying like what was happening there for you to be able to for y'all to be even able to have that type of conversation about music after you frying them um so yeah i'm frying them basically when um when you're frying someone Mm -hmm. uh that means they can't check you 
So okay. dog couldn't stay in front of me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> His feet was a little sliding. You know, he was a little skiy. Okay. Okay. So from there on, I proceeded to get buckets. Massive buckets. That that means that you were taking the ball and it went through. It the went hoop in the rim all the way several through. times. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> was there like a swooshing thing that yeah. happened <laughs> with the net? Okay. Okay. That's what it sounded like, Denmark. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm all through that thing. You Cooking. feel me? Okay. Yeah. And he just kept checking me. I'm like, why does this dude keep checking me? So I'm just getting buckets, getting buckets. So finally, game 21. Mm-hmm. So I sit on the sideline. You know, I'm sitting down. I'm tired now. Okay. So he like, dang, man. I think he was a Spanish guy, too. Spanish dude. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. he was Spanish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Spanish dude. So he like, yeah, man, you can play. Da, 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 da. He like, yeah. So we get to talking. We just general talking, general conversation. Wait, wait. Did you say, you you know I could play? Or did you say, like, thank you? No, I wasn't cocky on oh, okay, him. Okay, okay, You okay. know, he came, <laughs> he came humble. Okay. You know? Okay. So I gave him humble back. Beautiful. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what's up. So... As he was humbled by my bucket getting, okay, we started talking about you know uh, different things in life and stuff like that. And on then, the court, no, this on the sideline. We on oh, the bench. Okay, okay, okay. So now he telling me. So I tell some, you know, I'm into the music. I do music. He mm-hmm. say, oh, I know somebody that's uh, X Y and Z at this particular record label. You know, mm-hmm. big record label. Mm-hmm. So he like, I know this guy that knows this guy. Okay. So he like, I'll get you connected. So. And, and he meant it. He wasn't just like talking junk. I thought he was just, you know, uh-huh. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. Okay. Yeah, right. you know. They be capping a lot in New All York. the time. Oh, they be lying yeah. and boosting and A.O. son. Yeah. Whew, it's crazy. <laughs> but he happened to be actually real. He happened, yeah, he was a man of his word. That's beautiful. Yeah. So then does this conversation that he has turns into some kind of meeting? Yeah, eventually turns into a meeting. Wow. After, after a while. So I met another guy that put me in contact with this other guy. Okay. Played him some of my stuff. He was liking it. And so then he set me up with um, some artists he had. He was like, he wanted me to help with his artists. So the the person that he set you up with, was this person's position like some sort of A&R type yeah, position? Yeah. Mm-hmm, okay. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he had the A&R positioning. So mm-hmm. I was working with him. I worked with them for... Three, four months or something like that. Okay. Yeah. How much content do you think that you put out in that three, four months? We used to cook up all the time. So, oh, cooking up meaning, you know, uh, recording songs, yeah. composing them, you know, making making songs. So we used to, we used to go, we used to be in the studio every day. So every day I say we had to at least cook up at least, like three songs a day. Okay. That's a nice little work ethic. Yeah. Okay. And so um, the process that you have for creating these songs, are you the, well, are you, your, your, you know, role, are you a writer of these songs? Yeah. Some of them I wrote, some of them I was helped composing. Some of them I might've gave an idea. Some mm-hmm. of them I might not have, you know, I just might've been there in the process, you know. And then they have artists, and then they're saying, we need you to work with this artist. And yeah. Then, and so what's that process like when you're working in that role, right, as a person that's like a supportive role in another artist? Like, can you take us through that kind of a process, what that's like? Well, it. I mean, basically to come up with an idea and give it to somebody else, you, you have to 
you have to have a certain type of you have to come in this situation with a clear mind you can't think you can't you know because some people will be like yeah that's my song he wouldn't be die without having my song you know so you got to have like a clear mind and just open to to work with artists because you know artists are sensitive you know okay you know i'm sensitive he everybody's sensitive <clears throat> about what they create so you got to just have a clear mind and just willingness and ready to work and i feel like yeah once you take that process it opens up for everything so when you're working with these artists is it that they already had material and then you were kind of coming to them to help them you know like shape the material that they brought to you or was it that you had ideas and you were like look here's a, a, a complete concept from beginning to end and i need you to you know fill in lyrics here or like what's that like um sometimes they had their own material when we just work on and just um tighten up what they already had or sometimes we'll work from scratch mm. and make everything from scratch it just depends on what it was or what the song was because you know we just in there trying to make hits basically okay and this is interesting because um i have a lot of artist friends Mm -hmm. and one of my really close friends is rich nice i don't know if y'all watch you know if y'all know sway like Mm -hmm. yeah you know sway in the morning and his homeboy rich rich nice okay but um rich nice is one of you know the premier, you know, music producers and made amazing, amazing hits with all of the top, you know, he's part of a producer crew that made amazing hits with all the top, top, top people. He was an artist himself and he had that kind of position for using, you know, for many years. And so many of the greats that had these great hits, you know, he was behind a lot of those, um, those hits. And so, um, I don't know if you know about track masters. Yeah. They're yeah. very legendary in mm-hmm. hip hop. So rich, nice one of my really good friends with track masters. And he may, you, you, if you know the track masters catalog is yeah, pretty much everybody. Stuff, right? mm-hmm. And so, um, I hear you and, and, and him kind of have that, that same role. He's an A&R now. And he actually, um, does something called the A&R's room with Sway where mm-hmm. they find new artists and put them on and things like that. So I, I hear a lot of that, like, with the, with the conversations that we have, like I hear a lot of that, okay. you know, in mm-hmm. you. So this is um, this is interesting because you know, business wise, right? Like as an artist, you could, it, it's another stream of income, right? In a, in a way yeah. to like meet people in the industry, in a way to keep alive, in a way to stay fresh. Definitely, you know, not just shop my demo, yeah. listen to me, but getting respect from people through you know putting out product that they get a chance to see is successful on other people. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what's that like? Because that's a different that's a that, that's a different position in the industry mm-hmm. than uh, than let's say another artist that might go in and and just strictly be trying to just be art, you know, as a front person. And that's different kind of money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, ding 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 ding. Yeah. <laughs> the money will set you up mm-hmm. so you can maneuver however you want to be. You can be the type of artist you want to be or have whatever type of budget you have to be. Mm-hmm. But I'll say in doing that, you've got to have all of your paperwork in order to okay. be able to. So you can't just write on a napkin like I give you permission to use the song. Oh, no. Uh-uh. Okay. That ain't going down. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, and then how is the, that process when 
you're in that role, like separate from, you know, being the front artist, <clears throat> how do you get those gigs? Like, do is it the A and R that comes to you and is like, I got another one and another one? Yeah, or, basically. Okay. Yeah, the A and R. So that's when you're in that type of situation. That's how you got to show your work ethic, so they know, like, okay, this dude is, you know, he can do this, that, and the third. He can so, deliver. Yeah. Because okay. you know they want they want it they want it right then and there so you gotta have it you gotta have it on deck and so. you gotta have hits like in you yeah so mm-hmm. but you're so and I've I've um read that you know certain people like you know Jay Z or whatever like never like wrote anything down right. or like just went in there and spit and different people have different processes mm-hmm. right so I know with artists and things we always talk about well don't go in there trying to, you know, into the studio, I'm saying, and then start trying to trying to create, you know, already have your thing going in and record. Like, what would you say to that? Is that true or no? I just feel like the artist, whatever your process is, that's your process. You can't change your process. Whatever it is that you do or how you do it, mm-hmm. stick to what you do. Okay. Now, the only thing is if you have bad habits – eliminate those bad habits but besides that your creative process is your creative process like what would be some bad habits that you're speaking to in this instance being lazy <laughs> being lazy yeah okay like coming prepared yeah sure. you Not gotta be prepared, prepared. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah so then um okay we gotta get in a spaceship and then bring us to where this music is being created the the, the current music that you have now for yourself as a front artist okay so I got out of that situation because it wasn't all the way right. So I got out of that and came to the realization, like, we can do this on our own. We don't, you know, need. I mean, it's cool to have help. I'm not saying turn down help. If you can get help, get it. Okay. But if for the most part, everything is accessible. So you should you can do whatever you need to do on your own for real. Okay. And then how is it that you're able, because it's one thing to have this type of situation where you're creating music for others. How are you able to convince whoever you need to convince to take you seriously as the front artist? Well, my music is like, is real life experiences. So it's natural. It's, it's me. It's, it's, it's authentic. So I'm being me when I present myself to you. So you either going to take me for who I am or, you know, somebody else will. Okay. That's just how I look and at then, it. And then in terms of the business side, how mm-hmm. is it? Because there's a lot of great artists out here that have amazing music mm-hmm. that never get these opportunities, right? Right. And, and don't know how to, you know get out there don't know how to get on don't know how to but then you know on the polar opposite there's a lot of terrible horrible <laughs> artists and horrible music yeah. that go far you know and are really successful yeah and there's something there right in 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 between all of that to where you know an artist is able to be able to you know get in and be taken seriously get their music right. on the radio you know get into these shows open for these artists tour like what is that thing Money. Is yeah, it money? You need that cheese. You have to have the money. And it's only ten percent talent. It's ninety mm. percent business. Mm. So you gotta have that business going. We didn't been in a lot of rooms where you just feel it still like Psh, this dude. Right. Him? 
Yeah. Not to be a hater, but well, right. he got a. Sometimes uh, I do be hating. I ain't he got a million or two million dollar budget bag. But I think there's a healthy difference between like just being strictly a hater. Yeah. Because for me, being a hater means like, in like that you can't uh, acknowledge that this person is great. That's what I consider a hater. I don't consider a hater like they suck, and you acknowledge that they suck. Yeah. Right. I don't know. That's the way I feel about. I'm gonna that. speak on this too because he's being a little bit too humble and stuff. <laughs> okay. But everything. We have done. Yeah. We have paid for ourselves. And nobody put up no bags for us. Huh? You know, we put up our own bags. Right. Grinding for that ourselves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's a difference between us and well, him and other artists because he actually put in his own work to get his I own. I could say us, could. You know what I'm saying? He actually put in his own work to get his own bag to mm-hmm. get his career started. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So a lot of people was already coming in where they had big homies that was Putting the bag behind them. Our big homies, like I said, our big homies, some, well, I can't say all of them. Some of our big homies was the ones where we did stuff that they wasn't doing, but they was telling us that they was doing it. Gotcha. I'm glad glad you took the time to say that because, you know, from the fan perspective, all we hear is self-made when it hits the record, right? Nobody understands what that means, you know. I mean, left pocket. Ironically, you know, that the artist who says self-made, I think, is the same artist that says she wasn't with me shooting in the gym, which is Rick Ross. It's it's a real thing. People don't see the the hours you put in to call yourself self-made. You know, when you put up your own money, it's a different game. It is no room for laziness, to your point, Shoplift. Right, yeah. You know? Right. Wow. Can you speak to um, the the legal ways in which you got this bag? <laughs> no, I'm just picking on y'all. <laughs> oh, yeah. We sell merch. <laughs> okay. We got a studio, studio time. We mm-hmm. rent the b- place out, you know. So you have multiple streams yeah, you got of to. income you have to. to where you've figured out how to um, support yourself. Yeah. We always looked at each other like, hey, what hat you wearing today? Where? Mm-hmm. You know, okay. got to be a man of many hats. Yeah. You know so you're saying? entrepreneurs. Yeah. Can, and can you speak to that? Because, you know, there's a mystery, right? Uh, and when I say mystery, like, if you're in the industry, there's no mystery. But this is for people that's listening, right? There's a mystery to where, you know, our young people or just people in general just look at, you know, like, to what your point was, Brittany, of, oh, but this person is really talented or, you know, uh, yeah, this person is really talented and then they're successful, mm-hmm. Right. But it's another thing to like have a a business or multiple businesses and then have the forethought not to just like that business is 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 it like this is going to be able to fund this other thing. How did y'all understand that or come to that understanding? Because that's an understanding or maybe it's natural. I don't know. All right. Now, this might sound a little bit off but it sounds like this the rule to anything you do to better yourself if you're doing illegal or illegal things Mm -hmm. is to get in and get out okay you know what i'm saying so if i could create a revenue Mm -hmm. from doing something i ain't supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. for a short period of time Mm -hmm. to turn it into a positive Mm -hmm. once i get my positive going, I don't have to do nothing else negative no more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's basically what happened. Okay. So, and then you, but then you have these businesses that are, you know, um, 
like you were saying, what was the the you say you named, you named three businesses? Merch. Oh yeah. So the merchandise. Merch, yeah. What's the merchandise? <clears throat> uh, clothes, t-shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts. And now that has some sort of name to it, or people are seeking that out to wear that now. Yeah, it's the meaning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And so a that's brand. become a, a brand. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then what was the the uh, the was the three uh, businesses? Yeah, we got a studio. recording studio. studio. Yeah, recording studio. No buildings. No real estate. Yeah, real estate. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, hair, nails. Yeah, yeah. Jump in. So the studio within itself. Wait, come on, the mic. Is you let him speak? Okay. Yeah, clothing. Printing. Okay, so tell us about all of that because all of that is revenue generating. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us about all of that, all those businesses. Um. Yeah. So. And like name them because I don't know if people could hear for team on the mic. Oh yeah. Um so yeah, we have a recording studio mm-hmm. and either we'll, you know, charge people to do their artists or we mm-hmm. record artists. Okay. We'll rent out the space just in case they want to have a lounge, listening party, whatever so, they do. Okay. We get that going. That's beautiful. We do merch. Mm-hmm. And um and then I heard something about photography. Yeah, photography. Oh, yeah, we got a photography in this space. Photographer. Video, video uh, videos, um, T-shirt printing. You do printing for others? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's the pillars. Yeah. You know what I'm Graphic designs Graphic design. where he makes okay. covers and he make covers. And, That's like a very you know, all of that system. stuff. Yeah. So anywhere you can, anything House. you can think of. Mm-hmm. For like media making. Yeah. Media. Yeah. We actually. Entertainment. Yeah. Anything like, entertainment wise we can do in there. That's like Deja just said. She said it's in-house. And yeah, then, you know, shop. and then. And you're allowing other people to do their, you know, do it in house too. Allowing other, yeah, other people to make money. Yeah, yep. that's true. This is great. So then, with those businesses, because each one of those businesses, in and of itself, there's people out here trying to make it, just like in that one lane. Yeah. How were y'all able to, you know, generate revenue in each business? I'm wearing many hats. Yeah, you got to supply and demand. If oh, mm-hmm. you need oh oh, the people need this. Oh, that's what we gonna get. We gonna start doing that. Oh, they need they need a printer. Oh, we gonna get by the printer. Oh, they, but of oh, all this, the photography people, of all the printers, of all the gra- why are they coming? Marketing because we y'all must, are good at y'all marketing. Yeah. Okay, okay. The the part the purpose <laughs> if somebody walk in our establishment, yeah. They got to spend some money some way, somehow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or we, they want to. Yeah. Okay. We want, And we like to present, okay, we got this, we got this. We we try to make them buy something. And it, the, but, it, but it looks good. Yeah. It has a great feel to it. The branding oh, yeah. feels professional and yeah. cohesive. This is awesome because I think a lot of times with artists, right, mm-hmm. um, or even entrepreneurs, right, people get into, like, one thing. And then they kind of get, you know, sidetracked or stuck because they get lost in the parts that are the difficult parts, which is the parts where you're trying to build the business and it's probably like not making money. Yeah. yeah. So help us understand those parts, how you go from the like not making money part to the making money part, because that's the part that's super interesting to people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Basically, you have to take the mindset of making money every day. Mm. So, I mean, they say you can only master one thing, but mm-hmm. when it comes to that, you gotta have what the people want, what they need. So, mm-hmm. if you come in the establishment and you can get this, 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 mm-hmm. and you 
nine times out of ten, you gonna buy something. But if you don't, you don't. But you just gotta if one person you just gotta go with one person at a time. One person buy something, you mm-hmm. just cater to that one person. To that one person mm-hmm. turn to two people, and that two people turn to three. And so so on you do and so a forth. good job with each you could I think that would be called customer service. Yeah. 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 So I said I wasn't gonna step on the mic. This but is the the incomparable listen, Fatima. They're being Tico. way too humble. We've had her on the show before. She's amazing. Yes, she Incredible. Is. And um, yes, yes. Okay, so do something has created a one stop shop. So as a music artist, you're not only creating music. You're coming through. You're creating a brand yourself, an individual character. So you gotta come and under this one roof, you're able to create music and be in that creative mindset, but you also have the connections to be able to create your website, to design logos, to, like they said, pressing up T-shirts, get your photo shoots done. Under the umbrella of Do Something, there's, I want to say, somewhere around 13 different creatives. You got Mm. singers, songwriters, producers, engineers, rappers, lyricists, but you also have photographers, videographers, uh, graphic designers, and they are within the artists themselves. So like Fly was saying earlier, Shoplift is not just a rapper, singer, songwriter, producer. He also is great in creative design and media and things like that. So he'll do like um, mixtape covers or album covers and things like that. Um, Then you got different individuals who are also physical artists, Mm -hmm. like artwork artists Mm. you know so and then as a team collectively we we're very good about bouncing ideas off each other and you know creating a bigger vision so that's where the 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 collaborative came to be able to take that and give that back to the community so Mm. just to touch base also on that that's another thing that they do is they're mentoring these young men and women who are in the arts to see that there's something beyond just the rappers that they see on tv Mm mm-hmm this powerful. is amazing. It is. This is like powerful stuff. Yeah. So I, I just had to make sure that part was. Yeah, clear. we yeah. needed that. Thanks for that clarity. <laughs> that's our that's our official sound effects. So um, so now take us into and thank you for that and thank you for taking us on this journey because it is a I know sometimes you know when we do interviews and things we go deep into understanding people's stories but. For we, me and Brittany and you know Deja, we talk all the time about how the story is really where the meat is, you know, because like you'll, you know, you can. We're always on SoundCloud, you know, yeah. listen to music and things like that. But many times, what is a bit more interesting is hearing about an artist and an artist's story, artist journey. So thank you for taking the time to take us on your journey and to learn about you, you know, where you are now, you know, and um. And, and it gives us a, a understanding of where you're going, you know? Mm-hmm. So with that, um, take us into this current project that you're working on right now and what you're promoting and, um, and, and, and you know, the music that, that, uh, that you're giving to the world at this moment. Um, my latest project that I just dropped was um, Fear Don't Control Me. That was the name Woo-wee. of it. And um, with that project, I basically was trying to make a... I was trying to make an impact, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. with uh, basically not letting fear control you. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't do whatever it is that their heart desires because they're scared mm-hmm. to to do a certain thing. So I wanted to drop that. 
and just kind of motivate people to 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 do whatever it is that you want to do and don't mm. be scared doing it and just taking the people on on the journey my journey basically mm. you know that's interesting because um if you look at i don't know if y'all saw the harriet movie there's a, a part in there i know I, we, we 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 totally gave it the thumbs down however <laughs> There's a well because we didn't like the part about what they did to black men that was kind of janky but um but there is a part in there where her where the there's a a preacher that she goes to see that gave them like their sanctuary and things and when she went on her first journey you know she was gonna go alone by herself you know and make it from the south to the north and that was a feat he told her about the wild dogs and all the wild animals and all the things that she was going to have to, you know, encounter on her way there. And he says something to her to the effect of fear is the opposite of God. And I was like, yes, that is so true. But so it makes me think about, you know, I'm not sure if you believe in God or in a, okay. Yeah. Higher power and a figure, but yeah, that, that, that really sunk in deep to me when, you know, hearing that spirit, that spiritual, you know, advice, and um, I hear that in what you're saying about, you know, not letting the fear control you. Because what I hear you saying, I think, is that it's not that there isn't fear, but that the fear doesn't actually control you or you're moving through the fear. Right. See? Right. That's powerful. Because mm-hmm. number one is the vulnerability for a man to say or acknowledge that there's fear. Because right. usually we hear guys say they ain't afraid of nothing mm-hmm. and all this kind of thing, which actually like denies yourself your humanity. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it's a, I think it's really powerful that you actually acknowledge your humanity. It really that depends on fear, what, you, what it is you're fearing, it. though, right? Yeah. Mm. Wait, wait. I don't you got, fear. Come on, now you can't just let the it's a difference comment between like that linger. <laughs> fearing something. And, see, I don't fear nothing, but I fear certain things like mm. it, 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 it makes sense to me but it might not make sense to no, you that makes it's perfect making sense. sense you know what it's I'm saying like sense. I fear no man mm. I fear no woman mm. I don't fear to go anywhere on this earth where we can go and we can walk we walk together we bleed we all die mm-hmm. but what I do fear is not being able to kiss my mother on the forehead mm. shake my father's hand mm. when I want to mm. uh, no, yeah. Yeah, humanity side, but but as far as you know, it take it but it take people a long time to feel things like that cuz for mm. a minute I didn't feel none of that. Right. Yeah. And so I didn't care about none of that stuff. Can you just speak to why you didn't have Some people just the like feeling? I think it's just it's just a place where life puts you. You know, yeah, you're just ungrateful for a lot of things. I don't even know if it's ungrateful. It's just like I didn't been through but, so much. It yeah, just yeah, it boils too. down to it though, because when you when you think about it, you know, to, in order to move with no fear or even to have that mm-hmm. forethought, you have to be grateful for something. Right. I understand your purpose. Yeah. And then you know, ungrateful is you know you not even recognizing to me that you have a purpose, and that's right. the whole key of being human. Right. <laughs> And you growing know. up, we was taught Losing a lot too. to not mm. to not show emotion, to not be, mm. you know, you have to be a certain way and you got to maintain this certain way that you are. Okay. And if you wasn't, then you wasn't considered a man, basically. Right. Mm. 
And this, you know, it's important too to acknowledge that there are no absolutes, you know, because mm. it's not to say that like it's interesting. You know, I work with youth and it's interesting, um, you know, with little kids, obviously things are very simple. Right. So a lot of times with little kids, everything is like all or nothing. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, as we move through life, then we start to learn about the texture of the world and complexities of things. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And what I find interesting is like, you know, there's uh, maybe a a hardness that you have. Right. But it's not that that is like unnecessary. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, you know, like that might like like there is a level of truth to that. You know what I'm saying? So also acknowledging, you know, that part in the land of balance, like also acknowledging that, yeah, there's a level of truth to that. And maybe people who really care about you want you to be protected and, and want you to be protected out of their sight. Right. You know, so maybe that's an that's an advice, you know, that that folks give when they care about you because they don't want you to get eaten by the wolves, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, but then there's a you know, it's like, you know, rites of passage and things like that. Right. Yeah. And if we were in our right land and in our, you know, in our right minds, as they say, and, and not colonize and things like that, then there would be that level. You would have gone out, right, with a spear, you know, in the woods. They would have sent you out there to go yeah. make it. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then you would have done your duty. You would have got that line. And then and whoever came back, right, because that's our nature, right? Mm-hmm. right. So that, there's a level of that that still exists, but we don't have that connection. We don't have that rites of passage. And so that we're recreating it in certain ways. Right, mm-hmm. indeed. So there is a level of that. But then at the same time, we do live in this, society where there's technology and computers and the internet and iPhones where right you, you can't have a spear. You know what I'm saying? To yeah. go out there and you know, so it's like what's the balance of like, you know, what's the balance of all of that? So I, I really appreciate that, you know, you're really taking us deeper into, you know, this this understanding about, you know, you're 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 agno- I appreciate that you're acknowledging that there's fear. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think a lot of men don't don't acknowledge that. Especially in our community. Yeah. We, don't even yeah. acknowledge like that they, that there's some that there is fear. Yeah. And so yeah, I just think that's powerful. I didn't acknowledge the vulnerability about three years ago. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For real. Right. That's 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 a level of vulnerability that I, I wish we saw more of, or maybe we are seeing more of it. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're here, so let's acknowledge that we that that that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's yeah. beautiful. Okay. So tell us about this video and you know all of that. Oh, the video. Okay. So, yeah, basically the video, it's, um, I wanted the video to be deep, to kind of show what fear is in a video. Okay. So I kind of wanted to show a a fear what fear is. So I, I kind of was talking through the video like what is it called dialogue i guess you want to say the conversation um, yeah okay. when i'm talking through it where you know certain people or you might go against this or these eyes are against you or you you going through this but mm-hmm. you still just kind of look in fear in his eyes like mm. i'm here i can't go nowhere but to continue to go forward that was like me um, third grade, Sean Quisha Jenkins, and my cousin <laughs> made me fight her down the street. Yeah, we all had that moment before. <laughs> yeah. We all done ran into Sean Quisha before. Yeah. <laughs> you better not walk in this house unless you want. Yeah. Right. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Or at least die trying. Right. <laughs> so, okay. And then, um, can you tell us about the creative people who made this video happen? Um, 
my uh my man JP, um he did the shooting. Mm-hmm. Um basically I had you know they gave me different ideas and different takes on it. Uh, Flyboy, uh-huh. I was gonna get into that. Flyboy <laughs> Peoples, uh my man Nobody, mm-hmm. Lou Piff, you know they are artists and things and you know they and do we're like thing. looking at them right now too yeah they in the bill yeah. hopefully they get to say something hopefully you know. they, they're giving us silent strength and yeah. energy right now so, yeah. <laughs> so they gave oh yeah and uh fatima ambitious futures can't of forget course. about her she you know they all gave me uh different pieces and i kind of took what they were saying and, and put it all together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is wonderful so then where do we find this music this video and where are you going to be where people could come, you know, put down on a ticket to come see you perform? Um, we we did we came back from on tour. It was last year. Well, last year mm-hmm. okay. we was on tour last year. We've been on tour um, probably like three times. We've been in Canadian tour with Obi Trice. Wonderful. Uh, that was like for three weeks. We was on a two week tour. Then it was another time where we wow. did like a month. Wow! So we've been on tour. Um, maybe possibly March, but the paperwork ain't all the way done yet. So it's in the works. It's in the yeah. future. It's so a, so is it maybe a spring ish twenty twenty? Yeah. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is exciting. Yeah, but I I got the IG Shoplift Williams website shopliftingnow.com. Mm-hmm. Can you spell it for us? Which one? Shop Both of them. Shoplift S eight uh yeah S H O P L I F T W I L L I A M S and uh damn is it Shoplifting Now or Shoplift Now? On the website. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then sh- the website is Shoplifting Now S H O P. L I F T I N G N O W dot com. Okay. Yeah. This is like, for me, I've learned a lot and I'm really inspired by y'all. Okay. And I, I, I feel a level of, um, you know, honor and pride to ha- have met y'all and encountered y'all. I think this is really incredible. I want to thank, you know, um, Fatima from Ambis- oh, Ambitious so Futures nice. for you know, introducing y'all to us. And, um, I mean, I- I'm really grateful that y'all took the time to come down here and share your story with us. You know, I, I-, I want to give you my, you know, gratitude and-, and wish you much success for your future. Well, Indeed. thank you. We appreciate yeah. you for having appreciate us. It. You had the aromatherapy going in here. <laughs> the lights are dim low. It's real right. It's a righteous. Uh, it's a vibe. Yeah, it's okay. real. It's a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, did y'all, um, Brittany, Deja, did y'all want to ask any questions or add anything? Yeah, what y'all want to add, no? Who's your top five? Top five? Don't do me like that. <laughs> top ten. I do top five. <laughs> Rappers? Yeah, singers? Rappers. Um, Hove. Okay. My, my t- y'all Is that like, number what? one or can, five? Can you put yourself on there or no? <laughs> Dylan, Dylan. See, it's top five. Again. I'm above that. You feel me? I'm above the top five. So we ain't okay. gonna count me. Top twenty. My, my joint. You gonna be like, what? This your top five? But listen, this is this is what I like. Okay. So, okay. Hove. Oh wait, wait. Are we are we starting with five or one? I no order. Don't okay. do no like particular that. order. Don't right, do right. like that. <laughs> Top five. <laughs> so I'ma say ho. Um, I don't like to say Tupac because you know he kind of in his own thing. So okay. I ain't gonna say him. 
he he has the like uh, eternally iconic status. Is that okay? He's a. Are player. you talking about out right now? Your top five. I mean, Jake's and Mary. Ever. Oh, my yeah. joint gonna be it, all right. It's gonna be Hove. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all gonna be like just, what? I like it all too. I like no judgment. I like little real. baby. He my top five. He cold with it. The, he better than, um, so you saying he loves, better than Gunner? Brittany yeah, loves baby. Yeah, my he next co- question. yeah, he colder than Gunner for okay. sure. All right. You think so? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Deja wants you to get into that when you finish your list. <laughs> I'm gonna go little baby. Then I'm gonna go. Um, who I used to? Who I used to bang all the time? Oh, I like Ti too. Ti. Mm-hmm. Um. Shout out to Tip. Yeah, Tip. Um, who else? Who else? Meek, I'm gonna put Meek up there. Okay, oh that's four. I'm about to say and, uh, <laughs> you old butcher Benny the Benny the butcher. Yeah, that's what he like. He like. I, well, who's your who's your fifth? But anyway, um, you got one more. I'm gonna go with Biggie. Okay, and no Pac. Nah, I put Pac in another Pac. joint. He's though. in a different. Category. I like Pac over Biggie. <laughs> put actually. the mask on. Okay, he done. <laughs> so wait, and that's 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 from. Every generation, you see me? Okay, yeah, that's, that's cool. a every that's generation. Too. That's that's cool. Cool. Yeah. All right, so Deja, you, did Fly? you want him to get into any other explanation, or you just want to hear this other list? I just, I just wanted to know. Okay, we oh, I forgot my man Drake, man. That's six. Woo! <laughs> I forgot Drake, cuz that's six. Where I forgot Drake. But, but you got to knock one off if you put Drake or Drake. Biggie got to go. Biggie got to go. Whoa! Oh, no. Biggie got to go, bro. Did y'all a, hear, no judgment. First of all, no did y'all remember what Biggie said? He talk about here, kid. He talk about his suck up, oh, his man. Oh, uh, y'all R. remember R. the Biggie? Rams? Rest in peace. Come on. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Crazy. <laughs> oh no, I wasn't talking crazy about Biggie. Okay. I'm saying them was his lyrics though, and it's like I you, you know what I mean. I, rest, I like rest Biggie. Rest in though. peace. Wait, we doing your list, right? Uh huh. You do your list, huh? All right, I got Pac. I got Biggie. I got Jay Z, I got Jeezy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot mm-hmm. Jeezy. That's, that's a Detroit <laughs> legend. That's not G- from Detroit, but he's a Detroit Basic legend. Oh, I could have gave you a Detroit. And I got, two. and I either got now my last, my five is like three of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can either go with the old Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. But when you say old Ice Cube, you're talking about original Ice Cube. Yeah, that was NWA, NWA Cube. Okay. okay. I can either go with the Snoop. Okay. Or I can either go with um, T.I. Okay. Right. Okay. That's cool. I'm going to piggyback off Deja. Best favorite Detroit artist of all time. Me? Oh, me? Oh. oh I mean, <laughs> I'm going to go with Blade. You feel me? Blade Icewood. Rest in peace. But hold on. No, I'm going to stand on that. Blade. I'm going to stand on that. I'm going to stand on Blade. I'm going with my white boy. Who? <laughs> Eminem, Which one? You gotta pay homage to that boy. He yeah. didn't want to put us on the map. For See, real. I wasn't even looking Eminem. at him because he like world, right? He global. Like that's why he no, my he favorite. From Detroit, right? Eight Mile. About Detroit. We Detroit not talking. Is. We not talking he, on see, a local level. But see, he 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 like above that. You that's know, three one three. He like up here. That's right. <laughs> yeah, big hurt. Big hurt. Big hurt. Big hurt. Big hurt. Big hurt. You think so? Big yeah, Hurt, no, can so. we just shout Think him so? out in general no, because he's also in the streets Big and Hurt, the community. Yeah, I did a song with Big Hurt. Yeah, Big Hurt is that. But look, though, I'm going to say this, though. 
Blade had everything. I though. love Blade Icewood. I ain't gonna Herc is the better rapper. For sure. Blade okay. got everything. Like the, 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 the pizzazz, the look. Like you know, like, like he had everything. Blade Icewood changed my whole high school experience. Hey, I used to I used to hurt people to Big Hurt. Uh, I knew like Big Hurt though. No, Big Hurt was just soundtrack. I'm talking about like football and basketball games. You know what I'm saying? I thought he was No snitch race. No, but I like Deja for kicking that off. But, you know, I asked that because I love Detroit music for mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it's it's close to my heart. Like I just told you, Blade Icewood cha- changed my perspective on mm-hmm. Detroit music. Yeah. Um, you always wanted it, the boss kept, up, huh? You know, it kept me in the loop of the car washes, the barbershop scene. Yeah. And he gave you the legendary dailies, bro. Yeah. Her can't give us no legendary well, dailies. Yeah. But the point, the, the overall no, point I'm making is, is um, Herkin was in the streets. He taught you about them snake pink gators. They were spitting straight rap. Later, mm. there was more flamboyant. But yeah. all of that, they, all they of that. They were spitting pizzazz rap, as I mm. remember. That's true. I give that. Okay, I remember they, they got into it mm-hmm. before. But mm-hmm. I say that to yeah. say that, like Piper, I appreciate y'all. Like Detroit, Detroit has a beautiful sound. It represents where we're all from. You know, you can when you hear, you close your eyes and you listen to some specific Detroit music. You can feel yourself riding down somewhere on Outer Drive. You Word. can hear yourself, um, but feel yourself on Bell Isle. You can feel yourself somewhere. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you guys are adding to that legacy and you're very proud of it, you repping, you know where you from. You are very intentional about the work that you're doing. Is you know you're leaving a legacy beyond just your music. Yeah. Um. It seems like you're into telling stories. You mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Um. So, thank you. And elevating. Everyone around you—that's very true. Yeah. You know, the, with the with the real come up. Um, I don't know. I'm 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 full at this point. I could I could keep going, but you know what I'm saying. We it is a show where we want to put a period. <laughs> but um, period. just you know, wanted to one more time in case people missed it. Just give us that social media again. Um, Shoplift Williams, but my rap name. Is shoplift spits s p i t t z. Okay, but if you they want in the same for real, they want in the same. Yeah, okay, no, that's no. what's up. So we definitely gonna be supporting you. We looking forward to more greatness from you. Let us know. You know, keep us up to date too. I know Fatima will is the you know your progression because oh, yeah. you know this is really exciting. So uh, I think that's pretty much it. So yeah. we want to thank everyone for listening for tuning in. We really appreciate our listeners. And our listening audience that just keeps growing world worldwide um, here on Detroit is different. You know, you want to listen to Detroit is different on the Detroit is different network, which is Detroit is different.net. But we're also on all streaming platforms. Also, you want to check us out on social media and connect with us on Detroit is different on Facebook. But, you know, on Instagram, you got to go to Kari Way Frazier. And then, of course, if you want to connect with me, I'm Piper Carter. And you can find me on all streaming platforms on Piper Carter. And I just keep it so simple for you because all you got to do is look at Piper Carter spelled <laughs> properly mm-hmm. and correctly. And you've been listening to the Piper Carter podcast. And please tune in next week. Peace. Yeah.
been in the trenches. Yeah. I'm doing the sittings and it's up on my winner. Yeah, I pop us, block stoppers. The guy got us, top shot us. Blocker, blocker. I'd rather keep it on me than keep it off. And pull that, pull that. My search is like I'm hot sauce. Yeah, you get your top tossed. I'm the top boss. Authentic. This here ain't no knockoffs. Paranoia conscious. Money on my compass. Enemy of the state. And I'm rolling with Congress. My stopwatch timeless. Greet me as your highness. That snub no snotty and I'll clean out his sinus. Yeah, salute your general. On the road to my pinnacle. I got him sick. Show him the entrance to the clinical. Mama told me it'd be days like this. But they sick, I'm getting off like this. Hit the bar just to piss out rent. They sick, I'm getting off like this. Yeah, mama told me it'd be days like this. But they sick, I'm getting off like this. Hit the bar just to piss out rent. Yeah, they sick, I'm getting off like this.